Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello. Good day. Cheers. This is Speak. Stop dancing, Shady. You already know I'm sad. Uh, it was a long, long yesterday for us. Well, not us, for me. On the far end, James Jones, how are you? How are you, brother? <laughs> I've had better I'm good. days. I'm good. I've had better days. George good Taylor. Game. Yeah. It was I mean, not. I'm fine. We watched a, 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 an all-time great battle. Yep. Hands were sweating down to the wire. Mm-hmm. Overtime. What's there to be sad about? I want to sweat. The <laughs> Niners losing. Oh, um, LaShawn McCoy, Eagles all-time rushing leader. That's me. That, that is, is me. That is, <laughs> that is me. That is you. Hey, what did I tell you? My Chiefs, right? <laughs> My Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey. They champions. Hey, listen, I know they go well for you from Vegas. Uh, they're for me. Look, look here's, a, here's a token for you. Can I get a little chip? Cash that. <laughs> Cash that. <laughs> You won't be down no more. <laughs> um, well, we got a lot to get to on this show. Patrick Mahomes named Super Bowl MVP, and Kansas City has won three Super Bowl titles in the last five seasons. Um, Shady, I know there's a little Mahomes magic. Little yeah, Mahomes. you like... You like magic? Uh, there's a lot of Mahomes magic on set. There will be a lot the rest of the day. But first off, let's talk about the Mahomes magic, Shady, that occurred on the football field. Shady, can you focus? Focus. Now, hold up. <laughs> America, I was, that is not acting. That was not planned. Nah. This brother looked like Patrick Mahomes. He really did that. That's how I feel to be. Oh, that's how I feel to be the defense. You thought you had the game one, and then, he, yeah. and then you lose. Wow, yo. No, nah, there's definitely one plan, because if I knew a snake was at the show today, I wouldn't oh, be here. Oh, that was... Shady, Mahomes, we just, saw, we just saw the, the magician, if you will, but the Mahomes on the football field, did he prove, did Patrick Mahomes prove he's the most talented quarterback ever? Of all time, yes. He can throw with all the best passers. He can run with all the best runners, right? He has all that in him, and then the best part about Mahomes is, though, no matter how big the moment is, no how bigger the game is, he can always meet that intensity, and that's what he did. Anytime they needed to play, he was giving it to you. Anytime you, they, they, they had to make a drive, they were driving. They needed to score, they scored. He needed to run, he had to run, he ran. He needed to pass, he, had, he threw the passes they needed to throw. So I don't know how they, they want to gauge this conversation about Patrick Mahomes. It's like we, nobody wants to truly believe that this is his era. Tom Brady had his era for 20-some years. This brother over here with the good hair in Kansas City is his time, <laughs> it's his era. That's mm. respected, please. Most talented ever, Joy Taylor. Did he prove that once and for all? Yeah, I think all things considered, yes. Uh, a lot of what just Shady just said. You know, we have the talent conversation all the time. Who's the most talented player in the NFL? Does this winning matter? How much does your decision-making matter? And, you know, obviously we all agree Tom Brady is still the greatest of all time, and that will stay that way for a while. But when we're talking about talent, when we're talking about running, when we're talking about how you can throw the ball, how you can manipulate the game, how clutch you are, the decisions that you make, how you're able to operate the offense – I mean, we're going to get to Andy Reid in a little bit, but masterclass with the play calling. Thank you, George Taylor. To be able to execute that, you know, it's one thing to be able to have a coach put you in the position to win, but to go out and execute it, I mean, he's he's just incredible to watch. It's really a blessing as a sports fan that we're living in this era and get to see him play at the highest level in the biggest games and come through every single time. It's just, it's remarkable. And I think all things considered, he's 
right now the most talented quarterback ever? Yeah, when I when I heard this question, I'm really I was really <laughs> why are y'all doing me like this? What happened? Yeah, Patty just won the Super Bowl. Of course. You gotta, you, know, you gotta keep it real. Patty's a special football phenomenal. He's one of the most special. I had him at my number two, a greatest of all time yes, when sir. you equate the wins and the Super Bowls and all that type stuff. But you said talent, correct? Yes, sir, talent. I answer this question the right way. The most talented quarterback that I've ever seen is Aaron Rodgers, period. Not saying Patrick Mahomes is far away from him, none of that. But when we're talking about talent, when we're talking about the young Aaron Rodgers at 28 years old, Aaron Rodgers is the best talent at the quarterback position that I have ever seen from running the ball, from throwing the ball, any arm angle you want to throw the ball with, putting the football at any place on the football field that he wants to put the football. Aaron Rodgers was strictly special. I truly believe when Aaron Rodgers hit the scene, they was trying to find the next Aaron Rodgers. Well, they found him. He just went a little bit more than Aaron. <laughs> and that's Patty Mahomes. But strictly talent, Man, Aaron Rodgers is the most what talented quarterback that I've Where, where that does I he think. rank then? Aaron Rodgers? No, where does Mahomes rank if Aaron is the most talented? Two. He said yeah. two. He's tripping now. Yeah. I'm tripping. We're talking talent. What did Patrick Mahomes prove to you last night in that victory? Nothing. Patrick Mahomes is special. Patrick, Patty didn't prove none to me. Patty has went on plenty of two-minute drives, ball in his hands. When Patrick Mahomes got that football, I'm sure not. none of us up here said, hey, the Niners won. All of us <laughs> up here said it's over for the San Francisco 49ers, ball in Patty's hands. When you talk about Patrick Mahomes and you talk about just the it factor, that's what Patrick Mahomes has. Patrick Mahomes is going to find a way to win the football games. That's why I put him as an all-time great, as number two quarterback in the National Football League ever, even in front of Joe Montana. That was my list. It was Tom Brady. It was Joe Montana. When you equate the winning, when you, I mean, come on, man. Like, this game didn't go good for Patrick Mahomes all game long. The Niners defense was playing really well. But as this game stayed close, we all knew when Patrick Mahomes gets this football, the game is over. And that's exactly what he did. Patrick Mahomes is special, man. It was fun to watch. Shady, what did Mahomes, like, what did he show you? Obviously, we know how great he is, so we can all uh, say that. But yesterday, in that game. He proved to me yesterday that no matter who's on the field with him, mm. no matter how good they are as a, as a unit, as a team, he's going to find a way to win a championship. I never in a million years thought that this team that he has right now will did. win a championship. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I, I doubted it last year when they got rid of Tyreek Hill. I'm like, a championship? Mm. And they win it that year, right? Okay, cool. The wide receivers played well all year, good offense. This year, they didn't look good at all, no. right? And then the way that they win, they don't ever usually win like that. Mm -hmm. They will always have a solid, good offense first. Yeah. The defense is always up and down. The defense was saving them all year. All year. They saved them all game. And then they kept it around for Patrick Mahomes to win the game. And that's what proved to me, like, yo, this dude can win with anybody. Because yeah. I'm thinking about next year, right, the wide receiver core is going to be better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And another thing with Travis Kelsey, I, I don't know if he was injured earlier or was he looking older, but he wasn't looking the same. The playoffs, it was the, the, the normal Kelsey we've seen. Work. So now let's know, okay, now as a coordinator, as a coach, yo, I can save Kelsey all year, yeah. right? Keep him healthy. You don't have to give him a million targets. Keep him fresh. We get to the playoffs, he's going to show up. This is a scary team. We talk about dynasty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you prove, Joy? I think it was a complete team win. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes was magical mm -hmm. when it was necessary, what we expected, what James said. They had balls in, Patty, balls in Patty's hands at the end of the game. They won. Yeah. That's, that's what we expected. That's 
But I, I tried. I tried to sneak the defense into the conversation all week long. Just yeah. give them a little sprinkle of respect. Remember, they have a really good defense. Remember, the Chiefs' defense was really consistent all season long. They have, they have a couple dogs on that side of the ball that might disrupt a few things. No question. That was a, that was a defensive battle till the very end. They, the, the defense made big plays to keep them in it, to keep the Niners from scoring in overtime the way that they needed to to close it out. It was an unbelievable performance by the defense. So what, what Patrick Mahomes proved to me is just he's, he's in another class when it comes to clutch. Where every time we doubt him, he comes through. It doesn't matter what the situation is, how the game goes, all game long, look terrible. Niners fans probably getting a little excited. Yeah. A tiny little bit of anxiety because it's still him. We feel good for most of the game. Brock Purdy played at a, at, a, at a good level, good enough to win the game. You're right there till the very end. I think solid. that the Chiefs, the Chiefs as an organization have a very special – they have a special seasoning combination with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey in that defense. There's no reason for you to doubt this organization. And now that they are a certified dynasty, they're the standard in the NFL. Everyone has to beat them. You have to build your team to beat them. You have to focus on how you can beat them. You have to take advantage of being at the highest level the entire game. You can't make any mistakes. They were outcoached. They, the defense played better on the on Kansas City side of the ball. And Patrick Mahomes was great when, when it mattered. And that's what you had to have happen in that game. So the Chiefs as a whole just proved that they're operating on a higher level than everyone in the league. Yeah, for me, Patrick Mahomes, he proved he's like a computer. Mm-hmm. Like, Shady, when I was re-watching the tape this morning, I thought to myself, you have the first 15, those are the scripted plays. You have your halftime adjustments. That's what the coaches do when they change things at halftime. But then with Patrick Mahomes, he's quite literally like machine learning. You know you have chat GPT when it learns and digests information throughout the course of something, and then it makes the best computations later in the game. Turn on the tape. Let me show you the most impressive part about what Patrick Mahomes did. This was 640 in the third quarter. What they're going to run right here is a very simple quarterback keep. What they want to identify is this. If Nick Bosa is going to chase and Warner is going to play the run, Patrick Mahomes is just going to keep the ball. But it's not about what occurred in the third quarter. See, what occurred in the third quarter, that was cute. But really, it was all about what they needed in overtime because now it's fourth and one. Patrick Mahomes, like a machine, he remembered what happened in the third quarter. So then during this got-to-have-it moment, a gotta-have-it play, as a machine, he computes what happened earlier and he spits out the exact same thing when you need to have it. Fourth and one. Biggest run of Patrick Mahomes' career. Gotta have it. So that was learning in the third quarter, executing in the fourth quarter. Now I'm gonna show you a play. Very simply put, it is 40 seconds left in the fourth quarter of the game. Patrick Mahomes, what are you gonna do? What he's gonna realize is, wait a second, all these dudes are gonna rush, they're gonna rush, they're gonna rush, they're gonna rush. Mahomes, he's just gonna step up into the pocket. But he's only gonna gain three yards on this play. So Acho, why are you showing me a three-yard game? Because now, overtime, gotta have it play, gotta have it moment. Mahomes, he remembered what happened in the fourth quarter. He's gonna say, wait a second, rush, 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 rush. So what's Mahomes gonna do? Simply put, he's gonna step up into the pocket. If you listen to Mahomes post game, he said in the huddle, if it opens up, I'm taking it. Like quite literally, artificial intelligence, like a machine learning processor. He identifies what mistakes do you make early in the game, he learns from them, and he beats you with that same mistake you made earlier. I loved watching it, I loved learning it. Now Shady, going from Mahomes to the overall aspect of the Kansas City Chiefs, is this the greatest Super Bowl run ever? It gotta be, it gotta be right? The other Super Bowls, um, 
Last year was tough too, though. Like I, I was surprised they did last year. But they, they, Kelsey looked better last year the whole year. Juju, right? We don't think he's a, a, a one superstar wide receiver, but he was solid enough. And I think the wide receiver core played a little better. But you look at this year, the biggest question mark on the Chiefs' whole team, not just the offense, the Chiefs' whole team, the biggest question mark was the wide receivers. Yeah. They played bad. They, they had the most drops in football. I got to check that stat uh, on a break. If a team ever had the, 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 the most drops in football and they win a Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? And then the game's on the line. And you go out there with your quarterback with the wide receiver that dropped the most balls in football, and they go win a championship. You tell me that's not one of the best performances, the best runs ever? Yeah. And then you, and another thing about Patrick Mahomes is he was been, he's been doubted. He was an underdog every game of the way to this championship other than the Dolphins. Can he go on the road and get it done? We've never seen him. That was a question. We've never been on the road. How's he going to play? Dominates. Well, he can't do against the AFC. He can't do against the number one. Dominate him. Then he beats the NFC's number one. C. So it got it for me. It got to be the best. I don't know. I'm, I'm going to echo that, Shady. I'm going to echo that. I do believe this is the greatest Super Bowl run ever. I think it's the greatest Super Bowl run ever. Maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment, but let me try to make you a prisoner as well then. When was the last time we saw a team beat two number one seeds plus a number two seed? It's only happened, only ever happened. Six times in the history of the NFL, but this is the greatest thing you need to look at and witness. They beat three top four offenses and three top four defenses, and they did it all on the road. So to put this whole picture in perspective, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the number one team in the AFC, the number one team in the NFC, the number two team in the AFC, the number two defense, number four defense, number one defense, number two offense, number three offense, number four offense, is there no one else? There was no one else. Send me your best, and I will send them home. Send me your greatest, and I will send them home. Send me their most talented, and I will send them packing. They beat the best teams in football, and they did it all on the road. For me, at least in this moment, <clears throat> greatest Super Bowl run ever. Uh, this is one of the greatest Super Bowl runs ever. I don't think we always have to rank everything as the very best. I think it really diminishes a lot of other people's great accomplishments, but it's certainly in the conversation for all the reasons you just mentioned. There are some incredible Super Bowl runs, and it's up there with them. I mean, we still have an undefeated team mm -hmm. from 1972 that's it's never been touched. It's never happened. I would say the 10-6 and 6 Giants beating the Patriots in 2007 yeah. with an undefeated team. They beat a one-seed Cowboys, a two-seed Packers, and then Tom Brady and Bill Belichick in their prime to keep them from an undefeated season. You have the 2017 Eagles, who win with a backup quarterback. Also Shout against out Nick Bra Foles. Also against Brady. Shout out Nick Foles. How about Trent Dilfer's Ravens, allowing yeah. 23 points total over their four-game run in 2000? There are incredible Super Bowl runs that, that we've seen. They allowed 23 points total over their four-game yeah, run. Three points to the Broncos, Raiders 10 points to the Titans, God. three points to the Raiders, and seven points to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Dude. I mean, there are, there are some remarkable like Super that. Bowl runs that we've had the privilege to see and know about throughout NFL history. I do think that this is up there with them. Yeah. Not just because we doubted them, and what we say about a team doesn't really matter. How they played, to Shady's point, you have the most drops in the league, and this is a team that is traditionally built on the offensive side of the ball. Again, their defense was incredible this year. They deserve a lot of credit. They were great in that game yesterday. They, they deserve more flowers and more shine. But that's not how this team is built. It's built on Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. And if you have the best player in the game not able to take advantage of what he does because everyone's dropping the ball, yeah. 
That's crazy. They're, they were they played incredible opponents on the way here. They were underdogs in every game except for against the Dolphins and got it done every single time. So and and they beat a great opponent. The San Francisco 49ers did not win this game, but they went all the way down to the wire. They have an incredible defense, incredible players, a great coach. It's not like this was an opponent that wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. So for, to have that performance, to come back again from down double digits to win this game is, is an incredible accomplishment. I think they are up there with some of the greatest stories that we've seen in the history of the NFL. We can definitely put this in the book with those runs. Yeah, I absolutely agree with Joy Joy. Um... There's so many special runs that's been out there. I mean, this run right here to me was Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs' greatest run because yeah. it didn't look like the years past. They weren't hitting on all cylinders. Patrick Mahomes playing at an MVP level, right? All we talked about really all the way along was how good this defense was and how bad this offense was playing, even if it was games to where they were finding ways to win. And... Nobody expected them to be in the Super Bowl the way they were playing during the regular season, especially after they lost to the Raiders. So it's Patrick Mahomes special. It's, it's a special run for Patty. I believe it's his best one. Um, but when you talk about just run, like they were still the three seed. So they, they put themselves in position to still be the three seed. We've seen six seeds go on and win the Super Bowl and make runs and have every last one of their playoff games on the road. Not one time you get to sleep in your own bed and play at home. So it's been too many special runs um, out there to say that this one is the greatest, you know, but it was definitely Patty's greatest. Well, speaking of great runs, we saw a great run earlier in the show, if I'm not mistaken. It wasn't a Super Bowl run, yeah, listen, but we saw one of the greatest. I think we saw one of the greatest. <laughs> one of the greatest runs I've ever seen. Eye off that snake. This man. was absolutely man, James Jones running in the lime green suit. That's one of the, that's one of the greatest runs. Hey. That's one of the greatest. There's hell. Oh, no. no. Hey, and I kind of really been shook all show. You still chilling over there. I'm in Chicago show. I took my eyes off him yet. Right. <laughs> oh, I love it. Family, this is a post-Super Bowl show. There is no greater show than the show that we are doing now. We're a long ways away from the next NFL game, so enjoy it while you can. Do we have an issue with Kyle Shanahan's potentially game-losing decision to receive after we re winning the kick in overtime? That is next. Don't forget, check us out every day on the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. <laughs> Unfortunately, Kyle Shanahan, he had to witness too much Mahomes magic on the football field. Transitioning now, Kyle Shanahan, they won the coin toss. Fred Warner, he went up to the middle of the field after winning the toss. He said, look, we want to receive. After the Niners went down the field and got three, Chiefs went down the field and they got six. Game over. Nico Hardman, he wins it. Bring us on camera, please. We had a very intense debate uh, before the show. James Jones, you and I went at it a little bit in regards to Kyle Shanahan's decision to receive. Now, uh -huh. why is that question so much? Because the new overtime rules for those at home, it simply state both teams have the opportunity to possess That's the right. ball. That's right. That's right. So if you win the toss, traditionally old school knowledge in overtime says you receive because if you go get seven, it's game over. Remember 2016 Super Bowl, Matt Ryan never got the ball in overtime, though he was the NFL MVP because Tom Brady came back from 28 to three, won the toss, won scored, game over. New overtime rules. So it was a little mind boggling when Kyle Shanahan chose to receive, yeah. knowing now that the Chiefs get another possession. Yeah. Do you have an issue with that huge decision? Yeah, no matter how you look at it, no matter how you slice it and dice it, it's the wrong decision by Kyle Shanahan. Right? Same, it's same like college football overtime. If you win, why are you going to take the ball? Get an extra down. You have a young quarterback on the other side. You got an MVP quarterback of the National Football League and of Super Bowls. And you're going to give him an extra down? 
Put your defense out there who's been playing really well all game long, right? You was arguing with me because the defense ain't gave up a touchdown or what? All game long. Go out there, get Patrick Mahomes three downs. You know what? What do you mean by that? I know what you mean by that, but yeah, break, do you, you know think what, give him an extra yeah, down? Yeah, what give do you him mean an by extra that? down, right? So even play calling changes when you know you have three downs. How do they know they have four. three downs is what I'm asking you. How do they know they have yeah, three so downs? You, like you're saying give so him an extra down, break If you that get down. the ball first, which the Niners did, got the ball first, Kyle Shanahan's calling plays off of three downs because if it gets to fourth down, you have to punt. Correct. You do not have an extra down. Now, as you take the ball, Patrick Mahomes like, cool, if they score a touchdown or even if they do score a field goal, if we want to, we have an extra down to go for it on fourth down, which means when it gets to third down, which the defense did hold them to third down, yep. and Patrick Mahomes goes for it on fourth down and makes a huge play with his legs, that is the wrong call. Give Brock Purdy the extra down. Let your defense go out there. And now as you're calling plays, you're like, okay, it's second down, but it's really first down because I have an extra down to be able to call a play. I thought this was the wrong, wrong, wrong thing to do. And it bit them. It came back and bit them. Their defense played well. Patty went for it on fourth down, ended up going down the field, scoring a touchdown to win the game. Brock Purdy has it. The defense for the Kansas City Chiefs holds them on third down, and you have to kick the field goal. You're supposed to kick this football off to Patrick Mahomes, put the pressure on them, and put your quarterback in a position with four downs to be able to make plays. Absolutely wrong call. Yeah, also your players didn't know the rules. Mm. How, do you not, how do you not make sure everybody uh-huh. is on the same page? Yeah, I, I understand that. that fans don't know the rules. That's okay. There's been changes. It's a lot. It's a complicated game. There's a lot of moving parts. But you didn't have an overtime rule? Mm. Meeting? You didn't want to go over everything? You had two weeks? You didn't walk through the overtime situation? Like, luck favors the prepared. That's true. When you're in a high-stress moment, you've either been there before or you know what you're supposed to do because you're prepared. So issue with it? I have a bigger issue with it. Everybody didn't know what we was doing. This is, you, you got, multiple players didn't know the, didn't know the playoff rules. That's the, issue. That's the coaching issue. That's not the player's issue. Players are supposed to be like, hey, uh, coach, uh, we want to go over in case we get to overtime? What? You're playing Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. You should be prepared for every scenario. So I, I don't, I mean, I, 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 can't, I, don't, I can't even like, find the words. I, that's crazy to me. Does that not sound crazy? Yeah, that you, you would gotta, not be prepared for overtime? That's why you got an issue with it. That you do not know the rules? He wasn't ready. I don't have an issue with the decision. I did it first. Do you first. have an issue with them not knowing? No. I, I, it's unfortunate, but my problem is, like, I've been in enough. There are... If a player says he doesn't know a rule, I don't think one player speaks for 53. Two. I was thinking, two players. It was Juszczyk and Eric Armstead. And Armstead. Those are two pretty good players. They are. But the reason I can't is because, like, half the time, punt returners don't know it. If it hits somebody else, you can pick it up. And if you fumble it, it doesn't matter. Kick returners don't know that if you receive the ball and one foot's out of bounds, you get the ball at the 40. Half the time, several players on your team don't always know some rules. I also don't think that all of the Chiefs players knew the rules because after Miko Hardman scored the touchdown, he wasn't acting like the game was over. Now, he said he blacked out. Nah, I just don't think he knew that he won. I think it was like, wait, we just scored, but yeah, did but they we, get the ball to go score again? That, but they literally said that they don't know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, but if I'm looking at do I have an issue with Kyle Shanahan's decision, I don't have an issue with his decision because of his explanation. His explanation afterwards, 2-5, was look, if we score and they score, it goes into sudden death. That's how it plays out. If they score, we score, it's instantly sudden death. So if we receive, we get the ball on the third possession, and we can go down and score, and it's a wrap. So that even makes it more uh, – he ain't no stupid coach. But that even makes the decision 
stupider, How? dumber. Because you already know if you go to sudden death, you are going to get an opportunity to get the ball right first, right? Yeah. So for me, get an extra down. This makes this makes no sense to know that, to say that, hey, I, I wanted the ball when we go to, go to sudden death. That makes no sense. Get an extra down. If they score, you have four downs to go all the way down the field every Correct. time. But, but that here's don't a, make no sense. Here to me coach. is a dilemma. Here's what to me the dilemma. Then Shady, break in here. The dilemma is this. If they go score... Cool. You go down, you go score. Now they get the ball back. All Mahomes needs is three. Mahomes was really good at getting three yesterday. He was not really good at getting seven. The only time he got seven points yesterday before the last drive was when he had a 16-yard touchdown completion off of a punt. So you know Mahomes can get three, but he couldn't get seven. So the reason I don't think it was a dumb decision was because at the end of the day, if you can get two possessions to their one possession, that's probably better than getting four plays to their three plays because you get the ball back again if you score and they score. So that's why at first I thought it was dumb as heck. I was with you. But after Shanahan explained himself, I'm like, okay, you're assuming your defense is going to do what they did all game long. I can't be mad at Before that Before Shady thought. goes, can I ask you this question? How many touchdowns do you think Patty Mahomes would have scored the whole game if he had an extra down? In all them possessions. That's all I'm saying. You're giving him an extra chance. Who is that over there? That's Patty Mahomes. You're giving him an extra chance. That's all I'm saying. That's crazy to me. And I wonder why, why, why you say it like, like, if they've been stopping him all, all game from scoring the touchdown, mm. and you, you, you think he's going to go <laughs> scoreless? Patrick Mahomes? In the fourth quarter? I, the think, time? I think that he would have done – I think Shanahan's thought process – which I fully understand and fully agree with is if we get three, my defense ain't going to give them no more than three. But, but why? See, that's my, see, this is why I don't agree. Who are we talking about? Yeah. We sit up here every week, right, asking ourselves, who's the GOAT? Is he passing Peyton Manning and, and Aaron Rodgers already? Is he better than Joe Montana already? It's just, he's not even 30 yet. And if we're going to ask if he's going to score a touchdown mm-hmm. at the end of the game, when it was a minute 50 left, he had the ball at one time or two times. I forget what it was. You, how'd you feel? Because I know what you're saying about Kyle. How'd you feel, though? I was nervous. You don't think he know? But he didn't let oh, them oh, score. But real quick, you nervous. And of you course. on TV talking yep. with a suit on. Imagine with the head coach that prepared for these dudes two weeks for the game. I lost him already. And they got the best coach of all time. And then they got, we argued they got the best quarterback of all time. And you telling me you think they're going to score? But he didn't score. You know what? Field goals ain't going to win this game against Patrick Mahomes. He knew that. And that's why he went for it on fourth. Because I was sitting over there like, kick it, bro. Take the point. Your defense I was too. Well. Yeah. I was You know too. what I'm saying? Your defense playing well. Kick the ball. Tied up. He's like, nah, I know who's over there. I know we are going to have to score a touchdown. It turned into a touchdown for him. Nice pass out to Kittle. Okay. Then a touchdown. Let's play it out like this then, right? Let's play it out like this. You kick it. Chiefs get the ball. They go down and score. Touchdown. Which they did anyway. They get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. You the Niners. You get the ball. Now what do you have to do? Go down and score. Got to go down and score. Great. You go down and score. Beautiful. You go down and score. Now it's sudden death. Uh huh. Chiefs would get the ball back again. Yep. Now all they need is three and it's a game. And go play defense. But my point is, ultimately the dilemma that I just brought up Uh is a dilemma that would have occurred anyway because you just say go play defense. That's what he was doing either way. So if you kick it and let the Chiefs get it, you know, they go. No, no, no. Think about it. I'm breaking it down. If you get the Chiefs start, they go get seven, which they got anyway. Mm -hmm. Great. Now Niners. Have to get yeah. seven or you lose. Great. Niners go get seven. Now Chiefs get the ball back. But not they only, only need that, three. Acho, you know it's a different mindset, though, in different situations, right? If who was playing the best for the San Francisco 49ers all game? Defensively? De- just uh, Fred, uh, offense or defense? Mc- Fred or McCaffrey? 
I would say probably Fred. As a whole, offense or defense? Who is playing oh, the best? Defense. defense. So if this side of the ball is playing the best and we know we're going to get the ball back, why are we not putting the best people out there that's playing the best right now? Period. That have not gave up a consistent drive all game long for touchdowns. All they've been giving up is three and balling. Why are we not putting them out there first to get some really good field position for Brock Purdy to go down there? And you know what? If they stop them, do they need to score a touchdown? Mm-mm. All they need is three. Yeah. You know what I mean? So either way you f- do it, you're going to get the football to go score. Your defense at that moment in the game was playing the best, period. But if they – but see, we're, we're, we have the exact same process. We just get to different conclusions. Mm-hmm. Because if your defense was playing that great, if they're playing that great, which they were, you would have thought they would stop them. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, an extra you get, down, you get, though. You an extra down, and if you get the stop – then you only need a field goal. Then you actually don't have the pressure on Agreed. him to go and, and but, score a touchdown. All you need is a field goal. But the and dilemma is, the do we really think that the Niners defense was going – they couldn't stop Pat. So y'all really think they was going to stop Pat? Like, either way, you have to stop him, which they didn't do. So you're, you're a big college guy. Why want to go to overtime in college? They always want to play defense first if they win the toss. Because then it's instantly sudden death. Like, in college, they were doing what Shanahan was doing on the third possession. College happens on the first possession. So Shanahan was just trying to anticipate. Acho, each people get a possession. If you get the football first in college and you get stopped on third down, you have to kick it. If you get the ball second and you get stopped on third down, you have a choice to go for it. You get an extra down. Give your quarterback an extra down to go score. You are offensive guru. Now you have four downs to go score a touchdown every single time. That's crazy to me to not put your defense out there to go stop Patrick Mahomes, who has been playing the best all game long. Very interesting discussion. Well, speaking of the best, Andy Reid, another Super Bowl ring. That gives him three Super Bowls. That gives him five appearances, if I am not mistaken. So is Andy Reid officially the GOAT? Is he the greatest ever? Family, we got to talk about that next on Speak. But Andy Reid, three Super Bowls, four appearances with the Chiefs. Is he officially to go? Oh, now y'all, oh, now y'all can see it? I've been telling you this. This is, this is what Andy Reid is. Now y'all can see it. Andy Reid's the best coach of all time. I'm going to say it right now. First of all, like, if you're just watching this coaching, let's just take Patrick Mahomes out of the equation. No matter what team you put him at, Patrick Mahomes said this on his interview. He's like, wherever he goes, he's going to win. He's going to bring one into this uh, franchise, to this culture. That's what he does. That's who he is. And then we talk about all these other great coaches, these other great quarterbacks. We can see the development he's done with Patrick Mahomes. We can see this to play calling. Some of them plays he's calling when they need it most, right? That had nothing to do with no Patrick Mahomes, right? When McCall Harbour made a touchdown, that didn't do nothing with Patrick Mahomes. That's nothing to do with him. That's play calling. If you watch how the game got tighter, I'll give you a better example. Kyle Shanahan, when Jennings threw the pass to McCaffrey to, to score a touchdown, that, that was a good coaching moment, right? Everybody has that magic trick. Shout out to my boy over there. And it worked. But how many of them do you have? Because once you shoot it, that's it. Yeah. You got any other bullets? Andy Reid, when the game got tight and the moment got bigger, he kept hitting you with another bullets, another bullets, another shot, another shot. And they all kept hitting. Down on the goal line, he threw it to Kelsey, right? That play was phenomenal. The, 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 the fake misdirection, fake to the flat. Oh, screen to, to, um, to um, Travis Kelsey. Boom. Then the same play, it worked last year, twice yep. in the championship game against the Eagles. He did the same thing. It's called corn dog. Corn dog with a little ketchup on, and mustard. Man. The f- um, I think it was third and short in the home scramble for 22 yards. Mm-hmm. That's play calling. 
right? Misdirection with the running back. You send Travis Kelsey to the flat. Is it a pass? Third and short, if you see a pass, everybody in mama's going to be running to Travis Kelsey if he's open. What's, what's Mahomes do? Runs there for 22 yards. So when you ask me who the greatest coach of all time, it has to be Andy Reid because you see it over and over again, no matter where he's at, no matter what team he's on, they're going to be winning, they're going to look good. You give him a great quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, now he's winning championships after championship after championship. This is the worst we may see the, the Chiefs look. Yeah. The next four years, they're going to at least, in the last four years, they're going to at least get two more. Nah. Y'all tell me. I love it. I love it. Shady, I'm agree with you. And now I agreed with you before this, but I think Andy Reid at least proved right now to everybody watching greatest coach of all time. And at least if you're a young cat, you can say greatest coach of the modern generation. Because when you look at Andy Reid, last year he won the Super Bowl on the backs of Kadarius Toney and Sky Moore. Kadarius Toney wasn't even active for the game, and Sky Moore made no significant impact if he was active at all. This year you win the Super Bowl on the back of McCall Hardman, a player who was traded away. You drafted him, traded him away because you didn't really find significant use for him, and then you call his number and you call his shot to win the game. I mean, like, if Andy Reid can win the Super Bowl last year with the Kadarius Tony, who we traded for in the middle of the season, and then this year with the Miko Hardman, who we traded back for in the middle of the season, who can't he win the Super Bowl with? Yeah. When you go into next season, I'm sitting here thinking, it don't matter if they start the season with the guys, because he's won the Super Bowl with players that didn't even start the season with that team two years in a row. What else you want out of life? Mm. What else can he prove? What else can he show? And he's doing it with the same play. But what I love is he didn't show the Niners to play early. Because if you show them corn dog early, they're smart enough to stop it at the end of the game. He didn't show it to him early. He saved it for a must-have, got-to-have-it situation. The other thing I love, Shady, you talked about it, fourth and one. Got to have it. What you going to call? And you call the RPO option, run pass option, where Mahomes, he can keep it, he can dish it. Brilliant, 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 brilliant by Andy Reid. I do believe he did prove to those that were questioning, he proved his status. I don't think there is one greatest coach of all time. I think it's a room, and he is now in a rare air of the greatest coaches of all time. I don't think when it comes to coaching, it is as simple as as polar as this one is the greatest and there's and this one is not because mm -hmm. coaching has too much nuance to it for me so I, I, maybe I'm on an island with that I definitely think Andy Reid solidified the dynasty that he is currently coaching and that game yesterday was a master class I mean there was there's levels we we, we call Kyle Shanahan a genius a lot we, we, we like using that word offensive genius offensive genius mm -hmm. and then we say that Andy Reid is great Andy Reid is the offensive genius. No sure. disrespect. But th all those play calls that you just mentioned, uh, being a coach is more than just, just being a leader and giving rah-rah speeches. Like, that's, that's great and that's cute. But at the professional level, you got to put your players in a position to win. you got to develop players. And then when you have players that are developed, know what works for them. Know how to take this great, super, super all-time great player in Patrick Mahomes and put him with a player that most people don't even know his name and make that magic happen. Oh. That's what Andy Reid does. <clears throat> he is definitely in the rare air of the greatest coaches of all time. He's put himself in that conversation unequivocally. And I'm, I'm happy that the game went the way that it did because we can see how brilliant Andy Reid is. Yes, he's a lovable guy. We all love Andy Reid. He's a great person, a great personality, a great coach. He's great with people. But he is also great at the game of football. It is so, I don't even want to say it's easy for him. It's just brilliant. He's like an artist. And it, that was really special to watch. So I don't, I don't want to diminish anything that they accomplished by starting to compare him to other greats. He's in that room with the greatest of all time. And, and that is, it's a very, very small room. But this third one has put him up there. And uh, it was... 
it was brilliant to watch. Yeah, we talked about it um, last week, what a third ring would mean for Andy Reid, and I think Joy is exactly right. He's in that room with the greatest coaches of all time. If you say it's Bill Belichick and somebody say Andy Reid, you're going, I, I understand, I, I, I hear your argument now. You know, I think he, he's put himself in that room. And watching that game yesterday, I was sitting over there like, he's clearly out coaching. Easy, too, right? Kyle Shanahan on the offensive side of the well, football. Like, what and, what, and what I mean by that is early in the football game, they were trying to do what got them there, right? Quick passes, right? Get the ball out of your hand. Let's run the football. They're trying to do. Andy Reid said over there, it got to that end of the second quarter when he threw that bomb to Miko Hardman. Mm-hmm. He said, it's ball in your hand, Patty. Yep. And it turned into really the old Chiefs offense. You see these overs oh, with overs, the post yep, corners. Yep. You've you seen that like, okay. This little quick stuff ain't working. We about to go back to what we – and he started calling the game like that. It was absolutely special to watch. And, yes, we know he has a great quarterback. If you do not have a great quarterback, you're not going to win championships, period. Not consistently like they are winning, right? He's a dynasty right now because the combination between him and Patrick Mahomes is absolutely special. And it was fun to watch, and he's definitely in that conversation now as the greatest and, coach of all time. And sure. even, like, the, 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 the adjustments. He, like, that's, that's why Andy Reid's so different for me because our witnesses in person. The first half, it was sacks. It was pressures, right? Chase Young ain't been doing nothing all, all yeah. uh, postseason. The Chiefs' first sack was for him. Yeah. Okay, damn, they're going to have trouble on both sides. And the other side, what did Andy Reid do? Second half, all type adjustments. Different formations. Line the tight end even closer. So many chip um, um, blocks, right? Everything you think of, of the way to make adjustments, he did that. And then as the game got tougher, it's like he got more brilliant. The play call he was doing. Yeah, and I just think that's why that's why like, it's hard for me to even when I compare Belichick to Andy Reid, it's, it's really no comparison to me because you never gonna fix your lips to say that Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes carry Andy Reid because when you watching the game, you are gonna see great plays from Patrick Mahomes like yo, you see this pass, you see this run, he didn't waste no time, he scrambled, you could see the fight in him. It was a it was a third down where Patrick Mahomes he didn't he didn't throw it, he ran it, and then. It was like third and three. He put his shoulder down. Yeah. They should have had him, and he ran over a cornerback. Mm-hmm. Well, most quarterbacks are going to slide or try to throw the ball. No, so you see the great plays from Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. There's another part of the coaching. You see the great play calling from Andy Reid. So it's really a team effort. We can't say the same for Bill and Tom. Well, You, you see what I'm saying? As much as you see the great plays from Pat, you will see the great coaching from Andy Reid, and that's why they are a great duel together. Yeah, but it's different for um... – uh, Brady and, and, and uh, Belichick because Belichick was a mastermind on the defensive side of the ball. We're seeing it firsthand like these two dudes are truly working together. Like, I'm sitting there watching the game and I'm like, Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes really has Miko Hardman playing better than all pro Ayuk. Yes, he did. He, I'm talking crazy now, now. So he didn't play. Ayuk had three catches in the game. <laughs> uh, James is talking crazy. You're right. That's on me. Ayuk had three catches in the game for 40-some yards. This man had almost 80 yards and a touchdown. And we talk of Miko Harmon and the All-Pro. I think Sneed's a, a good let, player. Okay, let's let, let, oh, That's I think, fine. Yeah, I think but, a good but player. But let's say it's close. That's an offensive guru over there in Cal Shanahan. So let's say Miko and the All-Pro is close, the way the game they played. Right? And then what Debo do? MVS? Play better? But I just I, – I didn't want to derail the segment. That's why y'all, when y'all said Andy Reid severely outcoached Kyle Shanahan, I just bowed out because I'm like – Kyle Shanahan was dialing. Let, let's not act like the game didn't go into overtime. No, it, was, like, it, was great, like, it was a great battle. Like Kyle Shanahan there, dialed there was a, up. There was a, there was a gap. Like, I, I didn't see the gap. I will trust that y'all saw. Well, the winners, I didn't write, the, the winners write the story. Correct. And they then, don't write my story, but they do write the story. I just, I saw the. So how was the game won then? 
I believe the game was run because Patrick Mahomes went eight for eight on the last drive. And of their 75 yards, he had 69. So are you them. blaming them on the so, defense? So what, what, what about, what about the, the first three quarters, right, where Patrick Mahomes was getting sacked, putting the ball, a fumble in their own red zone, right? Interception. What, what about the interception? And, and a turnover don't matter as football unless you get points off the turnover. Right. So what happened then? Because I was saying, if you, didn't, if you didn't watch this game, no, no, I'm sorry. If you watch this game, you put the volumes down, right? You can't hear nothing. You can't hear, see no score. And you watched the, the first half of that game. You thought the Niners were up by at least 17 some yeah, points. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So in the second half, you got to make adjustments. And, and the last thing I want to say about the coaching, right? Because I, I do agree with James as far as Andy Reid, our coach, Kyle Shanahan. For example, as the, as the game went on, you've seen the difference. Okay, so when, when the game first came on, you see that the talent level was way different. I don't know if y'all seen that. I'm like, damn, yo. The Niners look way more talented than the Chiefs. Control the line of scrimmage and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But as the game went on, you see one team, calm, cool, collected. Other mm-hmm. team, pressing. And then I, I, my, my thing with, with Kyle Shaman I, I didn't like is like, yo, when, when you got all these better players, right, and all the, the little the schemes you're doing ain't working and all that, right? The, the little misdirections and you're trying to the, – the, 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 the um, jet sweeps and all that. Yep. Well, that's not working. You need your best players to play better than their best players. We didn't see that. That's the first time I've seen the, 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 the Niners offense like, yo, they need some real route runners. I watched that's McDuff- crazy I, to I, say. I watched McDuffie was in um, Debo's pocket. But we knew – Whoa, 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 hold on. But I'm saying, when you're such a great coach, offensively a genius that we, we, we say Kyle Shanahan is – when all that stuff ain't working, all that matter stuff ain't working, we need you to play football, they couldn't do it. Why you to get, before Kittle got hurt, why you want to get him involved? Who's guarding him? Right? Brandon Ayuk, he's been your all-pro all year. Okay, so what? Now you got a pro ball wide receiver, a cornerback one. So what? Yeah. We need you to win these routes. He, the, you get what I'm saying? So I, if, I, you're I, not, I, if you're not, what I'm saying, if, if you're not putting this guy in, in position, how can he win? Here's the only reason I disagree with mm. being severely outcoached is they went blow for blow. After the, Chief, the, the Niners were up, I think it was 10 to 6. Mm-hmm. Then there was the punt. Boom. Okay. Chiefs, next play, 16-yard touchdown. Niners got the ball back. Now Niners are trailing. And we all like, whoa, whoa, they done lost momentum. Next drive, Niners go uh, 12 plays, 75 yards, touchdown. Mm-hmm. Then the Chiefs say, are we good? Chiefs go back down, field goal. Next drive, Niners go back down, field goal. Next drive, Chiefs go back down, field goal. Next drive, Niners go down. So I, I can't, like, re-watch what I rewrite what I watched. Yeah. Like the, the Kyle Shanahan didn't get severely outcoached. Okay. Shout out to the fourth and one RPO QB keeps. You got a quarterback that can lead your team in passing and lead your team in rushing. The Niners do not have that yeah. quarterback. But I can't watch the game. Watch the Niners go blow for blow. Kyle Shanahan, fourth and three. You just talked about it 30 minutes ago. 12 minutes, 42 seconds left in the fourth quarter. You're down by three. Shanahan goes for it. Yeah. I was like, yo, that's risky. You go for it. You get it. Your field goal kicker gets the kick block. You kick another 53 for him. He gets it. Kick a 55. He gets it. So I can't say he got out. Coach, the, the punt goes off a dude's heel, and that's how the Chiefs got their first yeah. and only touchdown in regulation. Yeah. I, we, we don't, again, Andy Reid is the greatest coach of all time. But he had four field goals and a touchdown off of a dude's heel in regulation. Me, I can't say he got severely out. clutch moments and coming back down from 10 to being 10 down to win that game in overtime. I, I think there was a gap. Maybe severe is an uncomfortable word, but there was a gap in coaching. Yeah. There was a gap in preparation, clearly, his own players said they were not prepared. You have to be prepared for every scenario. This is the biggest game of your life. This is the biggest game of the year. This is the biggest game in, in American sports. You all know the rules. 
Yeah. No, no, the rules. Like there, there, there's, there's levels to coaching. It's not, not just the play calling. I understand the Chiefs have a lot of experience, but so do the Niners. So does Kyle Shanahan. It's not, and and you didn't win the game. Correct. And I, I, was, I won't say. I won't. And you only going, but nothing. You you going to like late late in the game. So what about when when you was dominating? When they were dominating though? When we thought they were dominating? We're, here, we're, we're, but here, we're, okay, I'm not saying. Okay, right. my first thought is this: like I'll give credit the Andy credit for coming back down ten, but I won't be blind to giving Kyle credit for going up ten. High red they zone. They should have been up more than 10 points. Sure, though. but high red zone. You got to run a trick play. You know you got to execute it. You execute it. You go down the field. I think it was on the first possession. Christian McCaffrey fumbles. I can't blame Shanahan for that. Second possession. You go down the field again. Trent Williams false start. Next play, Trent Williams holding. Second and 27. I can't blame Shanahan for that. So as I'm sitting here watching the game, I'm like, yo, Shanahan, you took a 10-point lead. Andy, you came back from a 10-point lead. It's the wash. Yeah, but let's, t- let's take all that out of it because the Chiefs turned it over twice. Niners turned it over twice. Mm-hmm. Chiefs had penalties. Niners had penalties. So let, let, let's, take, let's, let's take all that out of there. When the Chiefs were up in the game, I mean, when the Niners were up in the game, 10-3, then 10-6, the Niners had three straight possessions. Three and out, three and out, three and out. Yep. The best player, offensive player of the year, touched the ball one time out of those three and out, three and out, three and out. He touched it one time. Your all-pro tight end had four yards. Your all-pro receiver had 50 yards. I don't know the exact number, but he was around 50. Like, you're supposed to be an all-pro play caller if we're just talking about offense. And it wasn't even plays to where we like, that is a good play call. He's wide open. Or that is, that's a good play call. That's a great – there's no play calls like that. And if it is, it's one or two. We sitting over here talking about Andy Reid got three or four or five, six of them things. Even though it's Patrick Mahomes, the way he was dialing it up, for you to have all that talent, there's no sighting of your all-pro tight end. Like, you mean to tell me – all that red stuff and all and, that on the play and, call sheet ain't got who, nothing let me to ask do with, with, who, with who would you Who would you rather get the ball, Criddle or McCaffrey? Because yeah. McCaffrey had 30 touches. He had 22 rushing. He had eight on through, through, through the air. Yeah, but so it's kind of like. But when, though? Why, when, are we, when is he getting these touches? Because it, it was a point in time where he wanted to touch the ball at all. And I'm thinking, like, well. He wasn't. And, and it, I, I don't have no problem with it because you got so many great players. Cool. But who else is getting the ball? Because my thing is the Chiefs offense, they're not a good offense. It took them that long to get going. Another thing with the Chiefs offense, they've been like this all year. Stallman, stall, stall, not working, not working. Okay, boom, did we hit? My thing with the Niners is, like, that roster is so strong, bro. There's no reason when you tell me y'all can only put up 19 points. When y'all had t- times to, 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 we'll to the next. score. Yeah, we'll get the next. That's all I'm saying. I feel it, I feel it. When we return, Brock Purdy didn't get the win last night, but were we impressed with his performance? Let's get to commercial break, man, because I got to get back to that conversation urgently. That's next on Speak. Brock Purdy, first Super Bowl appearance last night. It did not go the Niners' way, but Brock Purdy did play a fine game. Touchdown pass, no turnovers, 255 yards through the air. Bringing us on camera, Joy, were you impressed with Brock Purdy in the Super Bowl loss? Yeah, I was, actually. I can't come in here today and say that they lost because of Brock Purdy. I mean, could he have been better? Sure. Yeah. Um, But I I didn't look at him at any point in the game and say, wow, he looks like he does not belong on that field. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm concerned about how he's playing. He's turning the ball over. He, he looks nervous. He looks overwhelmed. The yeah. stage is too big for him. No doubt. I didn't feel that way at all. There are a lot of things that you can point to, and we have already gone over some of them as to why the Niners lost this game. And again, maybe he, maybe he could have played a little better, had a, had a bigger stat line, if you will. 
But if we came in here and said this sat line plus another touchdown, they lose the game, it might be a little surprising. They needed more offensive. Uh, the three and out, the three three and outs really killed them. That's that. That to me is what it is. You have an opportunity to really put your foot on the neck while they're down, and you didn't take advantage of it. Three straight three and outs. You got an offensive coach. You have way more talent. Everything we just talked about in the last block. You should be able to do something there. But I can't come in here today and kill Brock Purdy. I think he looked like he belonged on the field. I think he was running. He had a couple really big plays, some, some great throws. I'm not mad at him. I think he's the future of the Niners. I don't know if he's he's going to have to develop more. I will say that. I, he, he still feels like he's not all the way there, but he's a very young player. And for him to be on that stage going toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes, I mean, look, I, I think Andy Reid outcoached Kyle Shanahan, but they were in overtime. He did what he was supposed to do. Could have been a little bit better? Of course. But I, I cannot put anything at the feet of Brock Purdy today. Yeah, I was very impressed. I was very impressed with Brock Purdy. Through four quarters, you played as good as, if not better, than Patrick Mahomes. Can't ask for more than that. Yeah. Through four quarters, you played as good as, if not better, than the man. Mahomes threw a pick. You didn't throw a pick. You had a 10-point lead. You led your team down the field whenever you had to lead your team down the field, including overtime. And even when you went to Jennings on that last play, you went to the right guy. You just didn't have enough time because your backup right guard busted, vacated the protection. So even when you had to go to the right player in the right moment, you made the right read, went to the right dude in the right moment, and you were still wise enough to say, I am not going to take a sack. Brock Purdy played as good a game as you could ask Brock Purdy to play. And if you really take a step back from it all, no Brock Purdy played better against the Chiefs than Lamar Jackson played against the Chiefs. He played better against the Chiefs than Josh Allen played against the Chiefs. And he played better against the Chiefs than Tua Tungabailoa played against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So if you're telling me that Brock Purdy would have had the best game against the Chiefs of Lamar, of Josh, of Tua, he did as much as you can ask him to do. I agree with Joy. I don't know as much that I need to see Brock get better. It's more specifically, I'll say, I need to see Brock take more agency over the offense. Post-game, Patrick Mahomes said on third and one, he said to his teammates, if it opens up, I'm going to take it. Simple as that. Third and one, if it opens up, I'm going to take it. Shady talked about it earlier. It opened up, and Patrick Mahomes took it for 19 yards, and the game was over. Purdy can't say that, but he's too young to be able to say that. He doesn't have enough agency to be able to say that. As he gets older, he can look... In the huddle, he can look LaShawn McCoy in the eyes. He can look James Jones in the eyes, and he can say that. But as a second-year player, you're not saying that to McCaffrey, to Kittle, to Debo, to IU, with Trent Williams in there. You're not doing none of that if it opens up, I'm going to take it stuff, because you haven't earned enough cred to say that. Going into next year, I think if he can take more agency, he'll be the player that we need him to be going forward. Yeah. Um, Brock Purdy should have a Super Bowl ring this morning, <clears throat> the way he played in that football game. He played a really good football game. And you touched on the play because I, I, I actually want to show the world the play because if they execute this play right, this is a totally wow, different ball game. And people don't understand. I tell people all the time, offense is totally different than defense. Okay. One player on defense could be phenomenal. Pass rusher. Uh, offense, Miles, everything got to be. Yep. Miles Garrett, uh, TJ Watt, whoever. Mike, they could make a play and it could be somebody wide open down the field. Good defense. Offensively, You have to be on the same page, especially if you are the quarterback in the offensive line. And I want to show the world this play, if we can get this play, because this was the play that truly changed the game. Number one, right, you get this motion. That's Chris Jones right there. 
They should be sliding this protection to make sure they are picking up Chris Jones. Kittle, as you can see right here, if Chris Jones is blocked, if the tackle steps down and takes Chris Jones, Kittle's chipping and he's coming open. open. And not only that, in the back of the end zone, the quarterback is going to have time to see Brandon Ayuk, who beat Sneed and Sneed fell down. But one miscommunication, they slide the protection the wrong way, miscommunication, the tackle, the right tackle is going the opposite way, Chris Jones comes free, and it's three people wide open on a play that you cannot even execute because one person messed up. And this was a big play in the ball game right here that could have been a touchdown, and Brock Purdy possibly has a mm. Super Bowl ring on his finger whenever they're going to make it. Can't be today because they ain't going to be ready today, but he would have <laughs> a Super Bowl ring. But the young fella played extremely well. And to be honest with you, as I was watching that game, when the game started, I said, everybody is, is on green law. Calm down. I told you up there, didn't I? You can't be prepared for this game. The emotions, the adrenaline and all that. You cannot be prepared. I thought Brock Purdy was the one that was most prepared. Bro. He looked like he was chilling. I've been to five of these. Christian McCaffrey kind of looked like, oh, shoot. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of seen that early with the fumble. Obviously, we've seen Greenlaw, but you see a lot of the Niners players. Trent, Hall of Fame player. He's, you know what I'm saying? Right. So with that being said, I'm looking at it, I'm like, Brock ain't tripping. I'm like, Brock is not tripping. The young fella played well, man. Niners should be proud. Yeah, I'm going to say the same. I think Brock played well. Um, I mean, he's young. He's not even, he even had a chance to play, you know, two full seasons yet. <clears throat> but he looked good. He's only 24. He'll get better. I thought that he played well for them to win. Just on the other side, man, they got a lot more. And, and I think that the Niners, collectively, offensively, they didn't take advantage of the bad play early with the Chiefs offense. My only thing is he has to get better. He has to get better. Significantly. Because you're not getting a better team than this. Mm. And Kyle Shanahan is a great coach. Where can he improve? That's where I'm saying. Well, like, you're talking about, like, agency. Do it. Yeah. Like, that, 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 you don't have to ask permission to go make plays. He doesn't have to be like, hey, Christian McCaffrey, if you don't. But you, know, you, if I don't get it to you, like, it's okay. But you do. But, Joy, there is a pecking order, if you will. He like, doesn't in have those, to ask anyone's permission to go make a play. In the not make a play. That's not what I'm saying. Let me clarify. If you're in a huddle with, because I've been in the huddle with Fletcher Cox and Malcolm Jenkins and Connor Barwin and all these other dogs, and I've been a young buck, I can't call my own number. You weren't the quarterback. He's I'm the quarterback, quarterback of the defense. Yes, but you're not so the I'm actual saying, quarterback. Okay. He's the quarterback. He's the one that has the ball in his hands. He's the one that we're talking about right now. We're not talking about the quarterback of the defense. But you can't – there's a certain authority in the locker room. Okay, I'll speak on the flip side. If, you in a, if you're in the offensive huddle with Shady and D-Jack and Jer uh, Jeremy Macklin and Brent Selleck and Zach Ertz, you're not calling your number as a young boy. Joe, you just Joe can't Burrow do it. Joe Burrow second year yeah. didn't, wasn't able to call But Joe Burrow was the king of that team. Brock's not, not the king of the team. Well, then, then, they, then they had no chance in this game. But, but not because, only like, like, that's, that. That's, that's, where, that's where I'm at with it. Like, I think Brock Purdy played a great game. I'm not actually being critical of Brock Purdy. I'm saying that if they are going to win, he actually, him, he has to be better than he is right now. And part of that agent, part of this agency, this permission, asking permission to make plays or going out there. Not with make plays. I want to clarify that. He's the quarterback that. of the team. Correct. It's not asking permission to make plays. He's it's got asking, a C on his chest. It's asking permission to call your own number. For me. Everybody doesn't have that. For permission. me, though, the young fella can grow is changing plays and audible seeing different blitzes come right Patrick Mahomes has been at this thing for a minute seen a bunch like it was a couple times to where they brought the blitz at him and he just chose the wrong guy right on that third down where it got batted got down Ayuk right in front of him you know what I'm saying like but but it's oh, things player. like that that is happening so fast oh, as a young player. player he's going to grow and not only that Cal Smart 
Every year, every game, a little bit more. A little bit more, right? Let him get up to the line of scrimmage and adjust some of that stuff. And I think he'll go into that. All I'm saying is this team's not ever going to be any better than it is right now. How could it be? True. When we return, the Niners, they didn't get it done in the Super Bowl. So was their season a failure? A harsh word after a short ending. That's next on Speak. As we celebrate Black History Month, I'd like to highlight Irv Cross. When I was a young boy, my go-to show every Sunday was the NFL Today. Not only did I love the highlights and the analysis, but I loved the fact that the show featured Irv Cross. Cross, who made two Pro Bowls in his nine seasons with the Eagles and the Rams, was the first African-American to work as a full-time sports analyst for a national network. Seeing Cross alongside Brent Musburger, Phyllis George, and Jimmy the Greek Snyder let me know there was a place in sports for African-Americans beyond the playing field. It was then that I began dreaming of one day becoming a sportscaster. Cross was one of the most prominent NFL voices from 1975 to 1990. He died in 2021 at the age of 81, having paved the way for myself and all the other commentators, analysts, and reporters of color you see on the airwaves today. Overtime. Niners came up short, number one seed in the NFC, get all the way to the Super Bowl, but could not get it done. A team stacked with all pros, a team that was relatively healthy, at least going into the game. They didn't come out the game super healthy, but James, was the 49ers season, all in all, was it a failure? Absolutely. Failure. This team was built to win a championship, and they fell short of the goal to win a championship, which is a failure, right? They already had a talented roster to start the season off. Trade deadline come, they say, let's go get the number two overall pick in Chase Young to put on the other side of Bosa. Really, really, really talented roster. I always say it. It's five or six teams each year that truly have a shot to win the Super Bowl. That's why when we do Super Bowl picks, it may be a different winner, maybe one or two or three different, but it's consistently the same teams because we know who has a shot to do it. The Niners had an opportunity to win a championship this year. They fell short, which is a failure. In Green Bay, we went to the playoffs a lot. 07, we was 13 and 3, loss, failure. Right? 09, 11 and 5, loss, failure. 2010, 10 and 6, won the Super Bowl. 15 and 1 and 11, lost, failure. There's nothing, there's nothing. There's nothing that comes out of this good. You had a chance to win a championship, Ugh. right? You had some all pros, right? Individually, successful season. As a team, this is a failure. You fell short of the ultimate goal to put that ring on your finger. I don't care what your record was. I don't care how consistently you played all year. I don't care how good your coach is. I don't care how good your defense is. The goal was to win a championship, and you didn't. That is a failure of a season. In San Francisco 49ers, I failed plenty of times. Mm. I counted up. You said the word failure 60 yes. times there. Yeah. Uh, question was painful to ask. It was harder to hear that answer. That hurt my heart. Failure. On the other side of this break, we'll hear from Shady and Joy on that same question. Really the most difficult question I'm asking all day. Was the Niners season a failure? Yes. We heard from you all wrong. My bad. <laughs> I will be honest and I will be quick. The Niners season, it was a failure. It was because they did not win. Now, my opinion and tone has changed a little bit only because they played as good as I think they could have played. 
Then they lost. I think they beat any other team in football, not named the Kansas City Chiefs yesterday. Purdy played as well as I wanted him to play. Steve Wilkes and that defense played about as good as they could play. And against that Chiefs defense, they played better than any other team has played against them. So the Niners, they didn't, they, they lived up to the talent that they were supposed to live up to. They came up short. So that's why I don't feel as bad, but the season was still a but failure. With all that about. talent, that's, that's, you said that's the best offense to play? Against that Chiefs defense, based on what that Chiefs defense has done. Okay, all right. Uh, what's the question? Niners season failure. I, I won't say it's a failure. I mean, their number one seed, right? Last year, quarterback got hurt in the NFC Championship game with his, with his injury, right, with his elbow, and he looked better this year. So they got a young squad. They'll be back again, right? They're the best team, I think, in the NFC. For sure. Let's hope. I'm going to live on that. They're going to be back again. It's going to be tough. season a failure? Depends on what your goals are. Championship. Championship. Then, yes. That's your goal. If your goal is to get to the championship or get around the championship, then no. The Niners haven't had a failing season yet. I mean, what is it? What are we, what are we here to do? What, how do we measure greatness? How do we measure excellence? Like, you win or you lose. I don't think every single team that isn't, has, wasn't in the Super Bowl is had a failure of a season. I think the Houston Texans did not have a failure of a season because they didn't win a Super Bowl. I think that an unbelievable season. I think the Ravens, getting to an AFC Championship game for the first time in Lamar Jackson's career, wasn't a failure of a season. I think there are certain levels and certain places that organizations are in their timeline that changes how I feel the nuance of this question. For Brock Purdy, if this is the new era of the Niners, the Brock Purdy era, then I would say this isn't a failure. You have a young, talented quarterback who I think is going to keep developing then if he takes a step up significantly next year in his play and his assertiveness and, you know, his, his aggression, I think, he, and, and develops as a, as a quarterback, then I think that this is just the beginning. But it just feels like they're always just right there. And I understand you're playing Patrick Mahomes. You're going up against the dynasty. But somebody's got to beat the dynasty. Somebody's got to do it. You've got to break through. Or that's just going to be your story, that it was just you, you were a great team, but it just so happens that there was somebody who was so much better than you. Yeah. That's what you want your story to be? This, yeah. Tough. This was, his best, this was his best team. I agree. And they all this play. Because when I'm hearing that, I'm like, who can play better over the course of the season? Who? Like, like every, all your great play, all your, your running back was offensive rookie of the year. Purdy, you threw 36 or some odd touchdowns. And they went into the Ayuk was all so pro. Healthy. Who can play better? Even in the game, I'm like, what y'all want Brock to do with next Super Bowl? That's 400 about, yards no. and three t- the turnovers hurt him. Which, oh, the punt the joint. Turnovers hurt him. Yeah, I'm like, who can play better? Even who the can first play one. McCaffrey? McCaffrey, they, I know, but like, like, they were going up and down the football field. Yeah, I feel you. He rolled the music on it. All right, family, uh, coming up, the NFL season is over. So how did we finish in our standings? And what do we think of Usher's halftime performance? That's next on Speed. Two-minute drill. Got to talk about Usher's halftime performance. Joy, what would you make of it? I loved it. It was like going back to high school. It was great. It was a very flawless performance, and I thought that the skates were a really uh, great touch. I had a great time. Two five, you still bobbing your head. You I liked it, yeah. I just showed much talent he has. He got a lot of hits, man. A lot of hits. Yeah. A lot of hits, James Jones. Yeah, I, I mean, Usher always going to put on the show. But, I mean, I was a little upset, too, because I'm like, hey, hold on to that song a little bit longer. But he got so many hits. <laughs> I got to get in. I got to get out. He didn't you know, the song we thought they were going to start with either. No, he start. started. Nobody picked that one. Yeah. Well, what did he start with again? He started with, what was it? Um, What was the song? Caught up. Family, appreciate you hanging with us. We will see you tomorrow at the same time.